Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Alright, well, before we begin today, let me just start where I've been starting every episode. And please, if you have not become a Fight, Laugh, Feast Network Club member, please consider doing so. Use the show code Robles, that's R-O-B-L-E-S. Use the show code Robles, that's R-O-B-L-E-S. L-E-S. I, I think it's become crystal clear that you need a non-propaganda source of information when it comes to Christianity and culture. Gospel Coalition is just in complete lockstep with the mainstream propaganda machine. It, every propaganda term that CNN can dream up, Russell Moore will use, Tim Keller will use, Matt Chandler will use, all of those guys will use, whether it's something completely against the church or not. It doesn't matter. They just are good little soldiers. They're taking their orders. But here's the reality. The Fight, Laugh, Feast Network will not do that. We will not take orders from people that give us the propaganda talking points to talk about and then do it. I've never once had a conversation with Gabe or or any of the brothers over there that said, hey, you got you got to lay off so-and-so. You got to stop doing this. You got to stop talking about that. It never happened. It's just never ever happened and if it did happen i would leave the fight laugh feast network but um that's why this is an important network to join so please if you could like this content please support it and use the show code robles to let the brothers know that you appreciate this content in particular now let's jump into it today obviously there's uh, <laughs> there's been some there's been some uh highly dramatic uh performances at the u.s capitol this week and I have to say, you know, I think that people, sorry, went away from the microphone, but um, I think that people have this impression of me that I, I don't think is very justified, um, but but maybe it is, maybe it's my fault, but um, people think I'm this hyper-political guy, you know, and oftentimes people will ask me, are you going to watch the debate, are you going to watch the speech, are you going to watch this and that, and I'm I, the answer is no, I kind of chuckle every time, and I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll watch a clip if somebody has a clip and they say, oh, this is pretty funny. If it's like less than two minutes long, I'll watch it. You know, Ted Cruz saying something funny. Um, I'll watch it. But I, I don't I don't spend my time watching C-SPAN. I, I, I don't watch State of the Union addresses. I just have no taste for the theater of it. I've told people this for years. Even people that, that are highly political, uh, you know, in my private life, I talk to them. And I have very hardcore political opinions, but when it comes to the theatrics of it and like the drama and all that kind of stuff and Republican versus Democrat, I just, I don't get involved in it. You know, I, I definitely got involved in saying it's a sin to vote Democrat because it so clearly is. And it's a sin that a lot of people are given over to. Um, but yeah, I voted for Trump. I explained maybe in one video, like I dedicated one video to explain why I voted for Trump or why I was going to vote for Trump. Um, but that's about it. So this morning, or, or yesterday morning, somebody sent me a, uh, a screenshot of one of the Democrats winning the Senate race in Georgia and said, good morning, AD, like, you know, trying to like gloat. And like, honestly, I don't even, I didn't even know who was running. I just didn't follow it. I don't care that much about who wins Senator in Georgia. I just don't. The only one I did know was Warnock because... His, his name reminded me of Warlock. You know what I mean? So I, that's the kind of things I think about. But anyway, um, I'm just not, I'm not really that a political of a guy. Um, 
And so I don't, I don't understand why people think I am, but that's okay. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, but man, this stuff is crazy. So we, we, we get, we get uh, you know, people storming the, uh, the Capitol. And uh, of course, everyone and their mother is rushing to condemn it because, um, of course, violence is condemnable. Now, I saw some people from, from, uh, from my side of the issues here that were saying that, what do you mean violence? Um, you know, one person died and the police killed them. That, that was, at the time, we only thought one person had died. Um, but no, no, no. V- violence includes property destruction. You know, violence includes that kind of stuff. So, like, of course, it was a violent, uh, a violent attack. And I always condemn all illegal violence. You know, I can't condemn all violence because some violence is just and necessary. But um, mobs like that don't have that authority. So, so of course, I condemn that. But people were going a lot further. They wanted me to condemn Trump and, and, and the movement and Trumpism and all this. And I don't even know what happened. So, so I'm not going to condemn. I'm not, I'm not your little dance monkey. So, you know, just because you insist that I condemn something that I don't understand doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I don't understand what happened at the Capitol and neither do you, which is very interesting because people don't learn their lessons, right? Like I saw Jason Allen. This is shameful. And they just jump into conclusions and stuff. And people don't learn their lessons. I mean, you remember... We had uh, the Covington kids, right? And everyone and their mother, Jason Allen, you know, Beth Moore, you know, all these. This is just racism, racism. And then, of course, they all had to backtrack because it wasn't racism, obviously. Um, And they said, well, I'll do better next time. But they never do better. Nobody ever learns their lesson. Nobody figures out, you know, the media's a bunch of liars. So you have to wait, you know, because they're going to give you the story. They're going to give you the narrative. And then you're going to find out what really happened. That's typically how it happens. I even said this back during the, uh, the during the Black Lives Matter riots. I remember, I uh, there was a there was an image. I, I I put it up on the screen. I forget what video it was, but it was a black guy, and they were looting a, a liquor store, and he was wearing you know baggy pants, and he had you know Cristal or whatever you know <laughs> cognac in his uh, in his pants. And I put the image on the screen, and I said, this looks like a thug, but I don't know what this is. I, th- th- I don't even know where this picture was taken. I, I just, you know, there's just so much that I don't believe in, in the media. I don't instantly believe what they say. And, of course, the, the, the facts come out, and then you see, realize that, yeah, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Antifa is involved, you know, that kind of stuff. People were um, provided pallets of bricks and fire and stuff like that, and and you get you get to thinking, well, this is obviously quite organized. This is not just a, a, a bunch of thugs deciding to, you know, to, to to ransack a target. No, this is organized, and so you have to consider, you know, what's what's going on here, right? And so, you know, I haven't changed my opinion there. You don't believe the media right away. Now we all fall victim to this from time to time, um, but I, I I just I continue to urge you don't believe the theater when you know a liar is the one telling it to you. I want you to see this image here, right? This is a bunch of clowns, obviously. Um, and this is not the first time I've called the right-wing people that are obviously LARPing clowns. I, I did back during the, uh, the Charlottesville rally as well. Those are, those, are, those are clowns, you know what I mean? They're LARPers, obviously. And so we got here, we got a couple neck beards, you know, with MAGA hats on. Then we've got this guy um, in war paint and a raccoon hat with with like devil horns holding an American flag and a bullhorn. And it's like, so what, what in the world are we seeing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, that's the first question. Like, what, why, why am I seeing this? What, what is going on here? Why are they in the Capitol building? 
Why, why has this happened? And it's just like, you think to yourself, you know, is this what the typical Trump supporter looks like? Because this is what we've been told Trump supporters are. You know, they're basically Neanderthals, barbarians, a bunch of neckbeards, incels and stuff like that. And, and uh, that's what Trump supporters are. They're just a bunch of deplorable people. And then you see this image of some deplorable looking people in the Capitol. How'd they get in there? You know what I mean? Why was this, you know, psychopath, whoever this is, I don't even know who this is, why was he allowed in? And so you start to you start to think, okay, well, I got to wait here because this is so preposterous. This is so on. It's, it's on the nose, right? This is too on the nose. And, and it's like, how has this happened, right? And and so you gotta wait and see w- what happened here. And 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 the reality is that I think, I think accidentally, the social justice warriors. Oh, my brother called me. The social justice warriors have some valid questions here. I, I think they they have them accidentally, but it's it, it it really ought to make you think. Here's Dr. Eric Mason. He's uh one of the ones that um, that asked the question. I was thinking about doing a, a you know a, you know. A fake Dr. Eric Mason voice, but this is a very serious topic, so I'm not going to do the fake Dr. Eric Mason voice, which, by the way, I think I'm very good at the Eric Mason impression. Here's what he says. He says, I'm supposed to be on a social media break with my church right now, but I needed to post this. (laughs) What is going on right now is the opposite of what we are called to do. People with Jesus signs, etc., folks, we are living in a very strange day. Jesus will judge, Jesus will judges the leaders of nations, when he rules, when he returns. We must be sober-minded now. Oh, and if you still don't believe that this country doesn't have a racist system, black protests peacefully and the National Guard shows up. White people climb walls and burst in rooms with no guards. P.S. Breaking perimeter on Fed building calls for a kill shot, but yeah, I'm critical race theory. So Eric Mason wishes that there was more bloodshed, and what his point is is that um, why were there this many you know, National Guard members there when when there was a black protest, a peaceful black protest. <laughs> but uh, but these 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 clowns were allowed into the into the the Capitol building, and of course his answer is that it's uh, racism. I don't think it's racism because I don't believe conspiracy theories. But but that's a valid question though, right? How were these clowns like? Look at these guys. How were these guys allowed into the Capitol building? And then you see videos of the police just letting them in. And you start to think to yourself, why are the police just letting them in? Like, I don't, I'm not calling for them to all be shot, but, 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 but why are they just letting them in? And you start to ask questions. And, and it's like, I think we need to get to the bottom of that before we figure out what to condemn here, right? Because obviously you can condemn violence. That makes sense. But, but we actually don't know what the situation was here. Why, why was this seemingly allowed to happen. I agree with Eric Mason. This was allowed to happen. And so the question is, why was this allowed to happen? And I can think of some pretty valid reasons why this would be allowed to happen. Um, But the truth is, I don't know. That would be a theory. My theory, here's my working theory. This was allowed to happen because the optics look terrible. And so because of this, they actually didn't have to really seriously consider the election fraud challenges. In fact, they didn't. In fact, many people cited this as the reason why they were changing their minds about questioning the election fraud. Um, One of the that blonde lady said that she was going to vote 
to to postpone or to challenge the the election. But now, since this clown was allowed into the uh, the representatives, uh, the House of Representatives, she wasn't going to challenge it anymore. So so it had the effect that I think was intended. I, I think that this is mostly a staged uh, th- theater event. Anyway, um, so these clowns come in, and all of a sudden, the senators change their mind on their challenge. And if we had a real media, they would ask the question, okay, blonde lady, so are you playing politics now or were you playing politics then? Because certainly the presence of these clowns doesn't change the fact that there was election fraud that we should look into, right? Like, so, so were you lying then or are you lying now? There's, there's a problem here. Like, the presence of a bunch of idiots doesn't change the fact that the election possibly was stolen. So what's your angle here, blonde lady? And then she would have to answer that question. But we don't have a real media. Obviously, we don't have a real media. They're all about the narrative. And what is the narrative that is being pushed? Well, Jamar Tisby is, is definitely part of the propaganda machine, and he'll tell you part of the narrative. Here's what Jamar said. He said, Don't miss the religious elements of what's happening at the Capitol. They said critical race theory is the biggest threat. What they're showing us is that Christian nationalism is and has been the biggest threat, not only to Christianity in the U.S., but to democracy as well. I'm sure Jamar Tisby cares a lot about democracy. But but this is the narrative, guys. Like, we've been told that this is what Trump supporters are for four years. And then they're magically appearing at the houses of Congress just let in. I mean, let's just face it. Like, there's no reason that it should be easy to get into the Capitol for a bunch of people. <laughs> Minotaurs, I guess. This guy's like a Minotaur. Um, there's no reason that he should have been allowed in, and he was. And so what's the story here? This is the thing. Like, you got to understand the story crafting as well. Like, the story crafting is that this is what Trump supporters were. And by the way, this is Christian nationalism. These are the Christian nationalists. And every big evil idiot and their mother is jumping on the bandwagon and against Christian nationalism. This is Christian nationalism to them, and so they're going to stand on their little platforms, and they're going to denounce it with every fiber of their being. And so, guys, this is the propaganda. This is who you guys are to Jamar Tisby, to Russell Moore, to Jason Allen, to CNN, to MSNBC, to Al Mohler, to Beth Moore, to Tim Keller, to Matt Chandler, to Eric Mason, all these guys. You know, you if you watch this channel and you don't hate my guts, this is who they think you are. This is the propaganda that the pagans are using, and this is the propaganda that Big Eva is also using. They think you are this. This is me right here as far as they're concerned. And that's pretty, that's pretty twisted because we actually have no freaking idea what has happened here even to this day. This is the next day. Um, but the narrative was set even before t- yesterday happened. The narrative was decided, and they were just going to go with it. They knew that these morons were going to be allowed into the Capitol. I don't know if they incited it or not, but they knew it was going to be allowed. Eric Mason has a good point. You know, the, the government is, is capable of doing stuff like this, but they didn't. And you have to ask the reason, they ask, they ask the question why, uh, in my opinion. Now, um, obviously, uh, there is no electoral solution to this. There's none. 
Um, and I've been saying this since the election, and I saw the the cheating, and I basically said the next day, like, this is them telling you that they can do whatever they want. They can they can find 100,000 votes if they need to find 100,000 votes, and nobody's going to say a word. The, the, I mean, America, America as a as a as a republic, it's over. There's nothing that can be done electorally. What are you going to do? Like, you're going to change the election laws? How are you going to get people in play that are going to change the election laws before you change the election laws? What are you going to? How are you going to get them in there? <laughs> They're not going to allow it, obviously. So elections are just off the table now. Maybe local elections will be fine, but but national elections completely off the table. I know a lot of my friends um, are going to say that I'm just giving up and that's uh, just handing over the country to the to the enemy. And I disagree. I disagree because I think that there are a lot more um, direct ways for you to, to for you to, to for you to change the the future. There's there's a lot of different ways. This is not retreat. This is simply understanding that if a game is rigged, there's no reason to play it. You know what I mean? Like, if you knew that the referees in a football game were for the other team, why would you show up to the field? Why would you show up to the field? Why wouldn't you start your own league? Why wouldn't you do your own thing? Look, I'm for ideas like secession. I think that's a great idea. But I think it's a pipe dream. I don't think anyone has the will to secede, and I don't think anyone will have the guts to secede. So I would support uh, any kind of secession movement, but I don't think it's going to happen. What I do think is possible are a couple things. Jury nullification is very possible. Simply nullifying laws that are unjust. You know, you, you, someone gets brought up on a charge of, um, you know, something ridiculous. You're in the jury. Just they're not guilty. I'm nullifying the law. It's within my power to do so. Jury nullification is a good one. But also just not consenting, right? Like people all keep asking me, like, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go when, you know, when the gulags come? I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in New Hampshire. And I'm going to do what I have to do. When they tell me something ridiculous, like you got to wear a mask at the post office, I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? If they tell me something ridiculous, like you got to sign this document that says that, uh, you know, LGBT is the greatest thing since sliced bread, I'm just not going to do it. And the thing is, like, like it, I'm not saying there's not going to be consequences, but that's what you have to do. Look, these guys think they're the good guys. <laughs> these guys think they're the good guys, right? And here's the truth. Um, even if you supported these guys' cause— there should be consequences for, you know, vandalizing a building and stuff like that. Obviously, they should be facing consequences. I'm not asking for a consequence-free existence. What I am asking for, though, is for every man, every Christian man, to find your balls and to not avoid the conflict but not seek it out either. I mean, we're not in a position of authority or power here. We're not. I mean, we the, the pagans have taken over. And that's just that. But you don't have to go along with their nonsense. This is not about retreat. This is about um, controlling what you can control. And the truth is, you can't control national politics. It's a rigged game, and there's nothing you can do about it. And so that's that's my thing, man. It's, it's, it's not despair. It's about realizing what you have control over and what you don't. You have control over your family. You have control over yourself. And you have a relative amount of control in your local area. Focus on those things. Um, and I think everything's going to be uh, fine. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it's going to be good. That's the, that's 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 the promise. God is always good to you. Doesn't mean your life will be easy. Um, but anyway, that's that's my thoughts. I don't see why anyone would just instantly buy this story. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I mean, it's like obvious clown show. 
But if that's if that's you, I mean, I guess more power to you, but um, you have to realize you're living in the matrix. This is the other thing, too. Um, the, the media wants you to just react. They just want you to react. They don't want you to think. They just want you to react. And so everything that you see here is designed. It's a psyop to get you to feel a certain way. Do not give them the satisfaction of accomplishing their goal. They want you to, to, de to, to delay thinking forever. They just want you to feel your way through this. And when you see this, they want you to feel either fear, disgust, shame. They want you to feel something, but they definitely don't want you to ask this question. How in the freaking world were these clowns allowed to penetrate the Capitol building. Look at the words, too. That's the other thing. There's a lot of words that are being thrown around that are clearly very important to this moment. Insurrection is one of them. Anyone using the word insurrection is just following the propaganda that they've been fed. Anyone using the word breached, there's br br for some reason, breached is one of those words. Consider why you're using that particular word when you're considering this. I don't know what the purpose is. But I do know a PSYOP when I see one. This is obviously a PSYOP. Very similar to the Charlottesville stuff. Very, very similar. Anyway, um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> it's clowns, man. Look, I can't even get it. I can't even, I can't even get through this. I hope you found this podcast helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network.